Hello, everyone, and welcome to tonight's episode of Talk is Cheap. I am your host, Will, and I'm here with my lovely co-hosts, Jeff. Hi. Hi, Jeff. Hi. How you doing? Uh, somebody made me work again today. Hi, Elise. Hi. <laughs> I, I hear, that would be me. I hear you made him work. Why? <laughs> Why? Because people don't know how to pour paint. <laughs> you would think with, like, a baby bottle lid, uh, paint wouldn't spill. But like, apparently you, you, you it would think. You would think. But you know, it, it's understandable. I mean, I, I I get it. You know, and it happens. And accidents, yeah, accidents, accidents happen. happen, and and such like that. But why me? <laughs> I mean, what did I ever do to these kids? It's because you're here <laughs> in the day. If you were here in the afternoon, it wouldn't be you. It would be someone else. True, and they would probably leave it for me at night. I wouldn't do that. No, you wouldn't, but somebody else would. Don't do that to me. I know, I don't. Because do I'll leave you. it for you in the morning. <laughs> we see how long this vicious cycle goes. Yeah, it'll go for a long time because you know if that happens, I'll never clean it. <laughs> All right, we'll clean it in the summer. It's fine. Yep. <laughs> it'll be taken care of then. It's all right. We all get it. Yay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we had an uh, abbreviated week. This week, very abbreviated. We, we all survived. Well, you you though. all have an abbreviated week. If somebody's not working tomorrow, somebody has vacation time that they're going to use. Somebody has vacation time that doesn't feel like using it because tomorrow is a day that doesn't. There, there's no reason why not to be here and get paid to do nothing and sit around. Five day weekend. I'll get paid to do nothing and sit around at home. That's your fault. See, if you had just put in a vacation day, we could be at my house playing D&D all day. <laughs> this is true. That doesn't mean I can't do it anyways. You can play here by yourself? No, I'll just go to your house and just show Oh, you're going gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna to pull a K, and you're going to be like, mm -hmm. I, I'm leaving. I'll go out for lunch and be back Yep, 2.30? Yep. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm good for this. Good for, <laughs> Melissa's got to work until 10 because... You know, she's not allowed to work eight hours mm -hmm. for some dumb reason. Um, conversation for another time. But, you know, I, I have campaign stuff I got to figure out. I get to travel tomorrow. Where are you going? Uh, back to my hometown. Which is where? Bay City. Oh. And uh, Uncle lived in Bay City for a while. About a solid two-hour drive. Yeah. Yeah. Just hop on 46 and shoot across and you'll end up there eventually. Yeah. If the construction's better. Last couple times I have been back to visit. Yeah, that's what I thought. Especially there was one time where uh, where it connects like 475 to get on to um, 75, like I-75. That entire like section was just completely closed off and you could not, like you had to go around it. It was really weird. It's stupid. It is. But you know, hey. Maybe the, it'll the be build better than back I remember. Better program you is know, on its way. That has nothing to do with <laughs> Michigan roads. My my concern <laughs> yes, is we does. do all of this work, we pay all of this money, and our roads don't improve. They never will. How many roads have you seen are just completely terrible and have been for the vast majority of your life? So uh, many. Just so many. There's quite a few. And I know there it doesn't matter what they do with them anyways. Even after they fix them, they're bad within 
four to five years. That that was always the joke whenever we travel out of state. Like as soon as you hit a different state line, like you could feel the difference in the road. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> Hawaii or Ohio, mm-hmm. Indiana, Illinois. Whenever I would go to Chicago, you pass through Indiana to Illinois, and it's a night and day difference. Oh, going as soon as you cross going into Ohio because we just made this trip like last week. We drove into Ohio, and it was it was just like bumpy, bumpy, but smooth. Mm-hmm. Like it's yeah, it is really. Yeah, nice you don't day. even need the state sign or nothing like that. Let you know. No, you, you know. know. There's there's a, a visible. No, because you're like you're like road. rattling around, and all of a sudden, huh? I yeah. must be in it, Ohio. It could be it could be in the middle of the night. You're just mm-hmm. like you're just free, nothing but freeway. <laughs> <laughs> What? What happened? <laughs> like, it wakes you up. It's so yeah. shockingly sudden. It's actually mm-hmm. funny that you brought that up because we went on a route that didn't have, either didn't have the state sign or didn't have it in, like, a noticeable place, I guess, because my husband was like, where's the state sign? Like, He's like, there's no state <laughs> sign. And I'm like, he's like, are we in, are we in Ohio yet? And I'm like, on the roads. We're in Ohio. <laughs> there's no way this is in Ohio. We're looking at the road. <laughs> feel the road. You feel the difference. The <laughs> Become the road. No. Oh. Uh, I'd fall asleep doing that. But you know, that's beside That's that. why they put those rumble strips in the middle yeah. and on the sides yeah. to make sure that if you fall asleep, you're going to know that you're crashing. <laughs> it doesn't stop you. No, it don't. But you know that you're going to crash. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been to California? Not since I was like five. Like the freeways in Los Angeles are, they're amazing. They're really smooth. They're five lanes across and it is just, you go. You don't hesitate. If you're a grandma, you don't <clears throat> drive in Los Angeles. But they have walls, concrete walls. They go mm. up 15, 20 feet. And I asked one of the natives there. I don't mean that disrespectfully. Los Angeles person. I asked him, what, what's with the walls? He's like, to keep people from being distracted. You can't see the houses. You can't see anything. It's just you're on the road. Hmm. And it's it also keeps, for noise. Yeah, it keeps yeah, all of the, the, the crashes and whatnot you know, contained to the freeway. But that's a you don't know how to use a gas pedal. You don't drive. Don't don't do it. See in California, it's not the um, the roads that are scary. It's the people on the road that are scary. It's the traffic that's scary. I think that's because well, most depending people, depending I guess depending on where you are in California, there's some nice drives in California. Northern California is pretty laid back. But you get in any of the big cities, like yeah. traffic's going to bite you. Because that's aggressive driving versus we're trained to do defensive driving which you can't do outside of. I don't know. My dad grew up in uh, Philadelphia and he's taught me a couple uh, <laughs> very aggressive driving tricks. <laughs> Are they tricks or hand gestures? <laughs> uh, tricks. We have a, we have a term in my family that um, my uncle and my dad, who are both uh, Philadelphian born who now live in Michigan, but um, uh, they called it a uh, scumming. Scumming. Yep. Take someone's parking spot or you cut in front of them in the freeway, scummed them. Okay. Hmm. It's a good thing most people don't know how to execute the pit maneuver. <laughs> It'd be a lot more cars and ditches. <laughs> but I remember my sister, um, my sister's lived quite a few places, um, and she moved to Atlanta some time ago. She's not there anymore, but she lived there for a few years. And I know she said, she's like, oh man, was it a wake up call coming to Atlanta with the traffic? Because she went from being here with like normal Michigan traffic and a car to Chicago where she had no car and just did like public trains and transportation to now suddenly being in a car again in Atlanta traffic. And she's like, you got to scum a few people. I, I think a lot of that is people in Michigan. We don't have a major metropolitan city. You like to think, okay, Detroit's one of our biggest cities, mm-hmm. but it's tiny compared to other big cities. 
it pales in comparison to Chicago, New York, Los Angeles, um, Las Vegas. I mean, you, there's just this sheer volume of people. In Michigan, we don't have that. We have, you don't go to Detroit unless you don't go to Detroit. You just <laughs> don't. You go around Detroit, but anything past like eight mile or nope, nope, nope. Well, there, there's nope. a there's a specific area that you can go down, and it's Kaju Road. You you look on one side of Kaju Road and the other side of Kaju, you can see the difference, and it is visible on oh, that we road. Were, Saturday, one we're going or the other. To, uh, we're going out to the Detroit Zoo Lights, which was mm -hmm. a fantastic show, by the way. I absolutely recommend that. It's definitely worth the ticket price. Uh, I haven't we're driving been out of the Detroit Zoo in forever. That sounds awesome. Driving through St. Clair Shores, and it was literally a road, an mm. intersection between nice houses yeah. and dilapidated dead dogs. Oh, yeah, yeah. You want to talk about that? Mm. I have a very close friend that lives in Gross Point Park, and there's literally exactly. Exactly. nice yeah. fence yep. and just Vagetto. decayed. Mm. <laughs> decayed. Oh, yeah, it, and, and it's... It's surprising when you're sitting there, you're sitting, you know, there, here's this, you know, $1.4 million house on the corner and pretty much right across the street. is a crack house. There's a crack house. Yeah. And this guy has to look at this and there's nothing he can do. No, he doesn't look at it. He closes his blinds and looks the other way. Well, then he's looking at the $3.4 million house with envy. Well, he has his goals. He wants to move up in the world. He doesn't want to move down. No one looks at a crack house and goes, I'd like to stay there. Maybe. Okay. So, I got, I don't, got gas. Don't, I got, don't. Okay. Well, I'm getting there. I got gas at Kroger today before I picked up my daughter from work. Mm -hmm. And on the corner of Kroger, right by Coney Island, yep. there was this homeless guy, mm -hmm. alleged homeless guy, because there's a lot of panhandlers, oh, yeah. alleged homeless yeah. guy with a sign. And he's just sitting there. And I'm going... I'm waiting to turn and I'm thinking Coney Island is now closing at two because they can't get help. Mm -hmm. Kroger is losing employees by the shit time because they're terrible to their workers. Get a job. I'm not looking down on him for being homeless. I'm like, why are you sitting in the middle of the day begging for change? Because he gets more money doing that than he does working. You really think so? Oh God. Yeah. I mean, I get the, the interstate right off 94. I mm -hmm. get those people yeah. because you that light is a sucker spot. Oh, you yeah. get all those cars well, here's, here's the thing: there. They rotate, though. They rotate themselves to different areas. Well, yeah, because that guy by Coney Island would actually go stand by Tuffy's mm -hmm. or across the street where Domino's is or whatever, right. across from Denny's, and they'll beg there. And I'm like, yeah. how many people want our stopping? Is it out of sympathy? Is it out of... I don't know. Is it out of the kindness of your heart, or is it? Just... Well, I mean, when you're if you're sitting, and the thing is, is if you're at a light, and then they walk up, and they don't necessarily walk directly up to your vehicle, but it's more of the stare that you get that some people just can't deal with. No, this is why I can't go to animal shelters. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I can't see either. all those little puppies. I'll, I'll take you all home. I'll yep. you. I won't. I can't. I can't work in an animal shelter. But when it comes to human beings. Oh, humans for me, are that's easy. different. Humans are easy to ignore. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Easy to ignore. I ignore most of them here. <laughs> we should practice that. We should just, you know, talk amongst ourselves and <laughs> let, let Jeff... Anyway. Anyway. anyway um, that's not what we're about. We're, this episode is not about negativity and, nope. and dark no. and doom and cloud. Um, Thanksgiving is coming. It's, it'll be here in two days by the time this video is published. Um, and I wanted to talk Food. about... 
one of the things that we're thankful <laughs> for is food. Um, let's food. go around the, you remind me of Dusty. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking that. Oh my gosh. Twister, <laughs> Twister is like a big deal in my family, to my family. Food. 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 Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, that is one thing to be thankful for. The other thing is that's good to be thankful for is friends and family and loved ones and roof over your head and a job and all that other good stuff. So you're going to take all of our lists right off the <laughs> Yes. We're, we have to be creative. Yes. Because right, I just well, did that. All right. <laughs> I guess. I'm ready. Well, I, continue on. Continue on. What are you thankful for? What am I? I yeah, what are you thankful for? I am actually, surprisingly enough, I am I'm thankful for my parents. Um, oh, yeah. You have a story that you haven't told yet. Yes. Um, that is actually for a, a different podcast time and t- date, but I can do a little bit of it here. Um, I was adopted. I've known I've been I was adopted since I was four or five years old. My my adopted parents have never hid that from me, which has been, I think, the best way to do it for the most part for most kids. I understand there's reasons why to hide it from a child for certain eight for certain reasons, which we'll get into when we do that right. that specific podcast. <clears throat> but overall, I think it's better to let the child know that they've been adopted. A lot of times. Children kind of figure it out on their own, you know, especially if they're blonde and both parents are dark haired. It's kind of obvious. Recessive or, genes are there, but they're, they're, they're not that big. Right. Um, also, if, if they are not the same race, that is it's a pretty obvious thing. Um, but the one thing I, I was always I was always thankful for was, and I've, I've joked about this with people, you know, <clears throat> you have parents. You were born to those parents. Mm-hmm. You have parents. You were born to those parents. Hatched. Whatever. Hatched, whatever. <laughs> they love you for the most part. Sometimes. My parents, my birth, my, my, my adoptive parents love me more than your parents love you guys because I was chosen. I was picked out. So we, take home. We, we could go into the <clears throat> emotional trauma of you figuring out that you were adopted and all the baggage <clears throat> that comes with that versus me who comes from a splintered, broken home right. where three of the four of my parents didn't really care about me. Mm-hmm. We could do that, but not, but not today. today. I'm just not stepping into this arena. <laughs> I have nothing in life to complain about. <laughs> that, be, that being said, we're not here to complain. That, 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 Jeff is derailing the conversation. I wasn't derailing the conversation. I was just saying that, you know. Anyways. Well, you're boasting that yeah, your my parents <laughs> loved you more than our parents loved us. I, no, I used I, I used I was. <sighs> Fuck you. Yeah, shut you right <laughs> up. <laughs> Fuck you. Um, I used to I used to do that all the time with kids. Mm-hmm. I don't. It's funny because when you said that, I'm like, that sounds like something like an elementary schooler would say to yeah. like another elementary school. Oh, well, God, my yeah. parents love me more than you yeah. because I was adopted. And so they actually picked me. They're yeah. kind of stuck with you. Yeah. Sorry about that's it. That's pretty much what it was. <laughs> um, but does that compare to like a planned pregnancy? Like I planned to have Rosalie. Right. So I'm going to love her unconditionally. Right. Regardless. Right. Does that fall on the same level of your parents went to a place and said that one? And I'm not mocking you're being adopted. I'm no, not. No, no, no. I in no, in no way. And, shape and, or form. and, the, and this is what as, I'll say to this: as a parent, I couldn't 
go into an adoption agency, look at all those faces and only choose one. Right. Yeah. And, th and this is something that, that I'll say. So I can't say most, that. Most parents, most, not all, most parents love their children unconditionally. Doesn't matter if they're theirs or not theirs. In some way, shape, or form, yes. So sometimes they can't show it. Sometimes it's harder for them for whatever reasons that there, there are there. Um, I think that a lot of parents try and they can't. Um, try to love or try to display that. Display that. And sometimes they, and sometimes even try to love. I think it's, it's. Well, postpartum is a bitch. It is. And I, I've seen, I've seen that in other family members. Um, Just went through that. Mm. Uh, but kids and parents, no matter what they do, there's there, there's a connection no matter what. There's always going to be a connection somehow, some way, shape, or form, especially to the mother. And that, that that's something that, that us men for will the, never for, have. For the obvious reason. Right. Um, still, it doesn't mean a father can't love a, a child just as much as a mother can't, you know, can love a child. I, love is something that we should all be thankful I, for I in think, one way shape like i said in my can. my parenthood podcast it's a different kind of love yeah where a father has to create that bond mm -hmm. it's that that internal bond between him and his child he has to put in the work and the effort a mother as that baby grows inside her that bond is being formed whether she wants to admit it or not right accident you know sexual assault all that notwithstanding that bond is there Mm -hmm. because she wakes up and she feels that baby move. Yep. She feels that baby kick. You can't help but go, aw. <laughs> a father has to, he has to put forth the effort. He has to come to that child yep. and go, you are part of me. Now let me share my legacy with you. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately for a lot of men, um, they don't want to do the work or they don't know how to do the work or they're afraid of not doing the work right. Right. It sucks. But stick with it, guys. Stick with it. It's worth it. It is. It is I mean, it. I don't. You see how Chicky Boom is around me? Oh, I know. Yeah. I know. That's my Chicky Boom. Yes, it is. Yes. Can't take that away from you. Well, yeah. and it's it's different, too. I mean, I would consider my father um, kind of your your atypical, you know, stoic, doesn't like to outwardly show a lot of emotion mm -hmm. kind of thing. But... I, as a kid, never felt that that made dad, like, less of a father. Like, I never – a lot of my friends would come over and they'd be like, that's kind of scary. Like, he doesn't say too much. <laughs> just, like, he always looks so, like, stoic or contemplating. But, like, that was always just dad to me. But dad found a lot of other ways to, I guess, show that he cares, spends time with us. I mean, some of my fondest memories are when I used to be in, like, elementary, middle school. It was come home do my homework, eat dinner, and then what game we play tonight, Dad? We get on the Xbox, we play in D&D Heroes, we play in Gauntlet, like, for the 40th time. What do we do? Like, that kind of stuff. I mean, even right now, probably one of the most – the thing I'm most looking forward to going home, aside from just seeing family and celebrating Thanksgiving, is to go home and play the new Mario Party that just came out with Dad. Because mm -hmm. we used to play uh, – two and three on our modded xbox <laughs> all the time with my sister <laughs> sorry microsoft <you> suck. <laughs> and uh 
a lot of the stuff on this is stuff from that. In fact, mm -hmm. I know for a fact my father's favorite Mario Party minigame is in that pack. <laughs> and in the four times Scott and I have played it, it has not come up yet. It's waiting to come up when I am home. So there she's been practicing, practicing, <laughs> practicing. Dad, look out. She's coming for you. <laughs> Um, one of, the, I mean, I grew up, my dad was a truck driver. He was home on Wednesdays, Fridays, and Saturday nights. Fridays and Saturdays were mom time, bowling league, stuff like that. Wednesday was time for me. Every Wednesday was something that me and him did. Didn't mm -hmm. matter what it was, you know, he'd be there when I got home from school and go for a drive, go out to eat, go, you know, get a baseball glove, go do the, it was always something on a Wednesday that he always did. He made sure he spent the time to do it. And I know for a fact he felt guilty for not being home. I know that he's told me that over the years. Every father does. And that's one of the reasons why I left the Navy. I was, I went in for four years. I re-upped for another six. They came around when I was eight years in and said, who wants to get out? And I said, let me out. I'd had two kids by then. I didn't see either one of them being born. I'd missed five and a half months of their life. And when I was, you know, when that eight years was up and I was going back from the shore command that I was at, I was going back out to sea and I wasn't going to be home. I can't do that to my kids. And I'm glad I got out because I didn't, I didn't miss my kids growing up. Part of this what falls crappily on men's shoulders is the burden of providing. You see it less and less now with, you know, both men and women being in the workforce and you see the cost of that. The, the family has been fractured and broken and torn apart because society has said, oh, well, we have two people working, mm -hmm. more money, pay me. Um, mm -hmm. So the kids are not, the kids don't have even one complete parent. No. They have a screen or a, a parent by proxy through one of their friends whose parent is home or something like that. It's, we don't realize what we've lost. No, we don't. And that, and that's a hard thing to, to figure out. Um, I think the biggest thing that shows we lost it, cause I know we have a teacher here that's expecting and they give us, I mean, compared to other countries, like what next to nothing for mm -hmm. maternity Ma leave. Max of 12 weeks unpaid. And like, I mean, don't even, bring up like paternity leave no no <laughs> no people no laugh in your face no so when, which is sad because it's it's a necessary thing for a lot of people oh, yeah. and they don't even realize it and then and then we wonder why there's so many abandoned kids so many fathers are estranged from their children because they had a baby they got maybe that week off and then just right back to work yeah now when 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 you and your hus husband decide to have kids mm -hmm. when, when that comes um, I'm going to assume that, that, that he's going to be the stay-at-home dad. <laughs> I'm I just mean, kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, Scott, that is actually something Scott has talked about recently because he said if he continues on with his current trajectory with real estate, he'll mm -hmm. have a lot more flexible time. Right. And he said and um, that could be really good for when we have a kid because we'd have a parent that's available or can at least mold their schedule right. around the need for that. And mm -hmm. Scott, it's funny too, that you were talking about like the mother kind of having like a natural bond to the kid because Scott was saying, and that would give like me time to build a bond like early as well, because I mean, 
kid's going to come out and it's already going to be bonded with you. He's like, he said the same thing that you did. You know, I have to create that yeah. there. So that is something actually that he's talked about, but we'll see. Cause Scott's looking at a bunch of different things right now. Well, like I said, I'm, I'm thankful for my parents. I'm thankful for my, my birth mother. I don't know who my birth father is. Um, I'm thankful that whatever happened between the two of them, that I was a result of it. Otherwise, I wouldn't be here, but <laughs> um, I am thankful for my birth mother and the fact that she never tried, she never gave up trying to find me. She never found me, but she never gave up trying to find me. And that means a lot to me. So we're uh, be back in a few minutes after a few minutes talking because we got a few minutes to talk yet before we have to come back. I'm telling you, this is why I need a laptop. (laughs) So when we have audacity, we don't need to pause. But yes, we will be right back. Maybe you should start like a Kickstarter donation fund to getting talk is cheap a laptop. Go fund me. (laughs) Go fund 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 the show. Don't fund me. I don't want the money. I just want the tools needed to do my job. We'll be right back, folks. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Lisa was just talking about something that that's our next point of discussion families and why we're thankful for families she was just telling us a story about um living close to relatives and being able to ship the kids off as needed for (laughs) reasons that's what grandparents are for um i happen to live next to my mother-in-law and we used to be able to do that before the relationship soured but it is what it is um i was just researching real quick Countries with the longest minimum maternity leaves. Bulgaria tops the list at 58.6 weeks. Greece, 43 weeks. United Kingdom, 39 weeks. Croatia, 30 weeks. Chile, 30 weeks. Czech Republic, 28 weeks. Ireland, 26 weeks. Hungary, 24 weeks. The other ones get down to like 20. Italy, Poland, Luxembourg, and Estonia. Yeah, and um, where's the U.S. at? The bottom. <laughs> yeah. countries, countries with full paid maternity leave. Full salary. Spain, Slovenia, Portugal, Poland, the Netherlands, Mexico. Mexico? Luxembourg, cartels have like Lithuania, Austria, Israel, Germany, Estonia. Israel? Damn. Croatia? Costa Rica? Chile? Dang, I'm going to Austria. <laughs> I, had, I had a friend uh, in high school who was an exchange student from Austria and she always said if you ever want to come to Austria she's like my door is open so Tamara if you're listening <laughs> I'm coming your way pretty soon yep <laughs> so I'm gonna get a job there we're gonna have the baby there and then we'll move back here after after the maturity and going, going back to Croatia for that 58.6 weeks they pay their maternity leave at 90 percent 90 percent of your paycheck for 58 weeks that's over a year making 10% less than what you make now to sit at home and bond with your child. Here in America, we get 12 weeks unpaid if you're lucky. Most of them are eight weeks. You have to push through FMLA or use up your, your paid time yeah. off, your vacation time as part of your weeks off. That's such garbage. So be thankful for family because other countries have figured out how to do it better, I guess. Families... Love them, hate them, be thankful for them. I'm incredibly thankful for my family. That's a big thing I'm thankful for every Thanksgiving, and I'm still thankful for. 
I was lucky enough to be raised in a stable home with both parents and I've never had any sort of estrangement to either of my parents or bad relationships with any of my parents and they've taken great care of me and they still support me when I need it and I don't know what else you can ask for. I have a list, but we won't go into that. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's your list, Elise? What, am I, what other things am I thankful for aside yeah. from family? Are you done, Jeff? Are you done with your list? <laughs> no, but I, I'm, I'm... Okay, well, we can keep going around the no, table. No, yeah, we'll go around the, go around the table. Yeah. Well, like I said, a big thing is family. Um, I know this year we're still having... Because usually we have, like, a big family Thanksgiving. I'm talking, like what used to be like 40 people. It's probably somewhere close to like 50 people now. The Thanksgiving tradition. Yeah, very, it's very, it's become very overwhelming because <laughs> I am the youngest of 10 cousins between the four sisters of my grandmother. And now those 10 cousins are all either married or engaged. So double that because everyone has a significant other. other. Yep. Um, and now I want to say about half of those grandchildren now have at least one kid. At least one kid. We have a cousin in our family that has, what, five? But hand, is it five? Do you feel pressured? Four or five. Do you feel pressured by your family to have a child? No. Now, here's, here, here's, here's something. If, if you can afford to have five kids, by all means, have five kids. If you don't think you can afford to have five kids, don't have five kids, okay? Did, did you, I'm gonna interject right here. Did you watch the video I posted on Facebook? Um, you posted several videos on Facebook. No, I, I posted it today. Oh, today, no, I did not. Okay. Um, the guy, he, write, he wrote a book called Rich Dad, Poor Dad, mm -hmm. which I've read. It was a good book. It has a lot of, you happen to be in the right place at the right time, right. sort of things. But he did in this video an interview where he talked about the mentality that if you can't afford, mm -hmm. that that's the wrong mentality. That's what keeps people poor. It's how can I afford? Statements like I can't afford that close your mindset, close doors of opportunity. Questions like how can I open up? Okay, what if I did this? What if I did that? The chances of doing or accomplishing something off a question is better than off a statement. Makes sense. Okay. I, and I'm going to bring this to your, to your children thing because my wife's grandmother had 13 living children. Ooh. Lost a few. Uh, 13. This is back in the old farming times where you just pumped them out like they were units. <laughs> she actually made a joke. And I think I told you this joke yeah, once yeah. about uh, she asked her grandmother at what point did they just start falling out and had to dodge a flying frying pan <clears throat> anyway where kids became uh, a commodity mm -hmm. you, you needed them for the free labor around the farm right um i don't like looking at children as a financial liability it's not so much of a financial liability the thing comes down to if you can afford is you're looking at money before you're looking at can i provide or do i just want to have a child you want to have a child I'm not saying you can't have a child. I'm not saying you can't have 15 children if you want. I wish. My wife can't handle it, but I wish. <laughs> I don't think Chicky Boom can handle it. <laughs> even even one or two more, she would be like, what, what the f 
fuck are you doing here? <laughs> this is my house. This is my stuff. Do not touch my mommy. <clears throat> my, 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 my. Anyway. For me, it comes down to the fact of no matter what you can and cannot do, you can do all the positive thinking you want. Fine. Do what you can to make the money, whatever you got to do to do it. Eventually, somewhere down the line, you probably ain't going to be able to afford it. No matter what you do. Do you want to bring a child into that? If you're having five kids, 10 kids, 15 kids. It sounds like a defeatist attitude. And don't get me wrong, Jeff. I, I thought that way for mm-hmm. the longest time. That we couldn't, there's a lot of things that we didn't do because I thought we couldn't afford it. We didn't try to afford it. That was the thing. We didn't try to afford it. Mm-hmm. Um, now I'm at the point in my life, I have an okay-ish job um, that allows me to do stuff. And it's what am I willing to sacrifice for the benefit of my children? Right. It's not about can I afford it. Is So <clears throat> how do I make that reasonable? You want you, you have a kid. You have to sacrifice for that kid, right? Yep. One way, shape, or form. Yep. What are you willing to sacrifice for that kid? For one kid, for two kids. Now you got to sacrifice for two kids. Now you got to sacrifice for three kids. Now you got to sacrifice for four kids. Now you got to sacrifice for five kids. Such and so forth. Every time you're doing this, you're sacrificing something more and more and more. You're giving up something to do something for those kids. What are you going to give up? Is it time? Is it effort? Is it money? Is it your job? What are you going to do to try to provide for those kids? It sounds like a horcrux. <laughs> right. Somewhere down the line, you're going to give up too much, and then it's done. I'm not trying to be a defeatist, but it's, it's, that's it. What do you mean, it's done? You're either going to stop having kids. That's not, that's not giving up. Or. I mean, women, I'm sorry, Elise, but women have a biological clock at some right, point. Right, right that clock turns off right and so there's there's your deadline right yep but my wife was right at that deadline what it comes to either you stop having the kids or you just have nothing to give them anymore of yourself because after after a certain amount of time no matter how much you try to do for your kids one of them is going to feel like they're going to be left out. Okay. Heck, that can happen with two kids. That can happen with two kids. That can, that happen, can happen with, with one kid. It happens with one kid. I'm not saying that you can't have as many kids as you want. Have as many kids as you want. Just be prepared. I, I, I think the welfare system has allowed that to happen. Yeah. But those, be, just, I'm kids. just saying be prepared as best you can. No matter what you got to do. If you want to have 5, 10, 15 kids, fine. This is why I scrub toilets for a living. I am prepared. <laughs> Her happiness means more to me than whatever the fuck I do here. <laughs> if, if I do anything. And like I said before, and I said it to everyone that we've ever gotten out of this conversation. This is a means to an end. Mm-hmm. That's it. I will walk away from this job. I'll walk away from all of you fine people. Drop of a dime if my daughter needs it. Mm-hmm. If I get a better option, but I refuse, utterly refuse to look at my children as a negative. I was having, I don't a, think of children as a negative. I'm not saying you do. I'm not saying you do. I was having a discussion with a guy on Reddit today 
where he wanted Ooh, that to... That was your first mistake. Well, <laughs> it's a reasonable discussion. He, him and his wife make 25 to $30 an hour apiece. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to squirrel all this away for retirement, and he wants to go golfing and whatnot, and he can't fathom being able to afford to have kids on 25 to $30 an hour each. Mm-hmm. And I said, as a father of three, you're going at it the wrong way. Right. You're, you're looking at retirement. What retirement is, is a privilege given to you by our government, our corporate overlords, to keep you working. It's a carrot dangled at the end of a string. You're feeling it. You're, you're looking, how close am I to that carrot? It's the wrong mindset because you start thinking, okay, I need to get to there. I, I, me, me, me. This is what I want. What I want to do with my life. When you reach retirement age, you might be able to enjoy it. I'm not going to be able to enjoy it. The goalposts are already, what, 65, 67 years mm-hmm. old. By the time Elise and I get to retirement, they're going to be in the 70s or in the 80s. How much good life are we going to have left after retirement? After well, see, we're when granted I re- that when I'm, when I'm When I'm retired, I need to take a bottle of CDC 10 with me. Yeah, you need a snort it to keep moving. Yeah. But you know, you know right <laughs> I now, know that already. <laughs> when you retire from this, from what we do, mm-hmm. you have to go right back into the workforce. Why well, not? You don't get to stay home. No. I already know that. How is it worth it then? None of, nothing's worth anything unless you try to make it worth it. The fuck are you talking about? <laughs> you, make, you make yourself worth whatever it is you want to make. And this is worth. why I have kids. Yeah. Because they, I have kids. They are worth it. No, I know you have so kids. So I may Your I've kids. already made my worth. Now leave me alone. <laughs> she doesn't have kids. I can't pick on her. <laughs> so I'm picking I got a grandkid. I'm good to go. My goal is to teach my children mm-hmm. the two that will perhaps listen to me. Perhaps the one that will perhaps listen to you. Aubrey, yeah, she might not. Shaky <laughs> Boom, I have a good chance with because I'm starting young. <laughs> to to create her own self-sustaining mm-hmm. worth. I don't want her going into the workforce, into a factory or retail or whatever, and slaving away from somebody else's benefit. This is why custodial works so perfectly for my mindset. I am not generating anybody wealth. I'm not making a product that people can profit off of. I provide a service that without me, this system we live in will fucking collapse. You think the yeah. pandemic is bad? Stop picking up trash. Oh, no. Stop cleaning surfaces. We already see it. <laughs> and watch how quickly all of this crumbles down. We already, we already see that. Hand sanitizer won't save you from super fucking germs. If anything, it's making your life worse. Because you're not building an immunity. Okay, this went way off. It did. Yeah, it did. Go way off. It, it, this is my fear about the, the Thanksgiving episode. We were going to get into tangents, and I'm going to go off into left field. And well, you just did. Elise is sitting there looking at me like, will you shut the So, up? okay. Now, other I was than, talking about family, yes. and now we're on mute. Like, okay. So, no. what else are you thankful for besides family? Um, I am thankful for just, I guess, where I am in life. I know I've had a lot of friends in my friend group say, like, oh man, like you're kind of like my model right now for where I want to be, which feels weird because I know half the time Scott and I feel like we have no idea what we're doing. But you know you're doing it right. Yep, then we know I'm doing it right. <laughs> but I'm, I'm thankful that I have a nice place to live. I'm thankful that I have the career that I do at my age. I know a lot of 
friends my age and maybe even a year older are still struggling to figure out where they want to be in life and what they can do to kind of get that rhythm in check. Um, well, we are thankful that you're here at this building because otherwise we'd have, I don't know who we'd have. Well, no, we'd have Browning. He wouldn't be on the podcast. No, <laughs> this is very right true, now. but we'd have, we'd have him. I mean, though, though we need other ethnicities, we, I can't imagine talking to him for an hour straight. Oh my God. No. So well, I am thankful to be here too, because coming, moving up from an elementary position, like you'd have to drag me back by my ankles to elementary <laughs> school. Never. I will never go back. Ever. Ever, ever. So I'm thankful to be here. I feel like, I feel like, especially since I've gotten here, I've felt very like in a groove of life. Well, I mean, we do have a lot of good teachers here. Not all of them, most of them, but that's anywhere you go. So then you have me, which is an asshole and a jerk and an idiot, whatever else you want to call me. And I'll answer the most of it. So then you got him. And you remind me of a friend of mine. And and God knows what he is. Beside <laughs> the point. You remind me a lot of a friend of mine okay. who, uh, who has this. I wouldn't say overinflated, but inflated ego. Of I don't ever. I, my ego is very, very tiny <laughs> compared to yours. <laughs> I have no ego. I know exactly what I am. That's an ego. No, that's not an ego. Yes, that an is ego. a confirmation. That fits into your ego. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Anyway, this, this, friend, this friend I know. Right. She's like, oh, God, will you guys shut up? No, 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 no. You're, you're, you're snapping me back to something from high school. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing. Well, do you, I can, I'll try and abbreviate this, but basically. No, we had a format. We, we're good. <laughs> we, had a, we had a friend in our high school friend group. And I haven't talked to them in a in a long time. Like after high school, we just kind of I wouldn't I wouldn't say we weren't friends, but I won't say like we just kind of separated. Drifted, yeah. Yeah, we just kind of drifted. But um this this person had a lot of very interesting in the course of uh our friendship had a lot of very interesting uh mood changes <laughs> a lot. What are you looking well, at me? For? I was gonna, why are you looking at me? <laughs> you get ninety nine percent positive out of me. And there was it's a, how I hide my crippling depression. Okay, <laughs> thanks. And there was um, there was one week where for some reason they just like stopped talking to the friend group. Like everyone wondered what was going on. Yada yada. They like cut themselves off and were like, okay, what's going on? But and after like trying and getting nothing, we're like, okay, we'll just let it go. I guess whatever. And so. The next week, after a week of not talking to us, they call everyone in the friend group separately on the phone, like a phone call, and basically what is that? And basically, like, basically says, "This is what I don't like about you. You should change it if you still want to be my friend." <laughs> Had the audacity to yeah. make a proclamation, an ultimatum to your friends. One by one, you need to change this specific thing about you, or I'm not being your friend. Okay, bye. Uh, yeah, exactly. I don't know what they expected to get in response. I don't know what they got from everybody else, but I know for a fact, me and my friend Cedric, who are both, I would say, the more like forward people, the more outgoing people in the friend group, like, I'm pretty sure I spit on the phone. Like, jeez. <laughs> yeah. And one of the things I got was, 
your ego, Elise, is just too big. Like it suffocates <laughs> the entire table. And I'm just like, I don't know. And I'm like, Cedric doesn't seem to be suffocating under my giant ego and neither does everyone else. Maybe your ego is just non-existent. But I do you feel suffocated, Jeff? No, I have no reason to feel suffocated. I, I like to think that my my air of confidence is a positive force. That is my ego talking. We're <laughs> well, good friends. Well, another thing was specifically, this was a specific note with me and Cedric that we talk too much and we just hoard all the attention from the table. And it's like, well, if you want attention, get louder. <laughs> Contribute to the conversation. Yeah. But, and it's funny too, because this person like really liked astrology, like took horoscopes really seriously. I know. And so what I said to that, what I said for that reasoning, I was just like, Mercury's well, you and Cedric, rising this day. Well, you and Cedric just talk way too much. And my response to that person was just, um, Cedric and I are both Geminis. We're like pre-programmed to talk according to astrology. So I don't know what you want me to do about that. <laughs> I mean, you say like, oh, I'm like just super aggressive with people sometimes because I'm a Leo. So I just talk a lot because I'm a Gemini. I'm sorry. I can't control it. I'm a Virgo. <laughs> So am I. Really? Yeah. I have, I think, one one friend from high school who was a Virgo. The Virgin. Which is funny because it does not no, suit him at no, all. No, no, not at no, all. No, 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 no. I am OCD. I am, I'll go with that. Mm. I, Obsessive compulsive. But yeah, this, e, the ego really thing just, just like <laughs> reminded me of that. It's just like, See, well, your ego is too here, big. Here's, well, here's the thing. Too bad. He calls it ego. He can have his opinion about it. Other people call it arrogance. I, I don't think of myself as being arrogant mm -hmm. or having an, an ego. I think of myself as being very quiet for the most part, very contemplative, mm -hmm. um, and listen. I listen a lot more than I talk. And the thing is, is and this is something that, that – People forget about people that do this. A lot of times, whatever we're listening to stays up here for a long time. A long time. You understand that? You know who I'm talking about, damn it. <clears throat> Plus or minus a chair to erase sections. <laughs> right, but still, I mean, I don't, I don't like to talk very much, and you know that. Then why are you on a podcast? Because I like to talk sometimes. I'm an, I'm, an I'm an extroverted introvert. Scott uses that term, <laughs> extroverted introvert. Yep. They exist. Mm -hmm. we, we talk on occasion. And when we talk, we talk a lot, which is very few and far between. Okay. Well, I'm going to say when I said ego, mm -hmm. I had a specific concept in mind well, I for, so. for your ego. What you are is confident. You have a clear, concise version of yourself, mm -hmm. a vision. You know who you are. You know your quirks. You know your strengths. You know your failures. I'm better when I'm freaking 53 years old. You, you know, and that, that all feeds into <laughs> your ego. That is your perception. To the She's world. starting to laugh. I, 
See, I just think, just to oversimplify what you're saying. <laughs> I just, Don't oversimplify me. <laughs> let me go. <laughs> no. I just think Jeff doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> and honestly, that's what you got to do. Because the story that I was just telling you, that was like a point. I want to say that was like sophomore year, maybe junior year. But I know sophomore year of high school for me was that point where I just really stopped caring about other people and just really started focusing my attention on the friends that have stuck with me and that I know are going to stick with me. Mm. And then after that, like, like what can touch you? There's so much that we don't understand that just simple confidence (laughs) (laughs) that just, no, just literally just simple confidence can get you. Like we're so walled with our own, like anxieties, our own stresses, our own worries that we can't just like, it, it sounds so simple to like, down, be, to like be confident, but honestly it is. It really is. Mm-hmm. See him. This is something that needs to be a course in school. Yes. But other than teaching people how to use money, a course in school, get the kids away from the device. Oh, I would mm-hmm. love to teach that course. To just be <laughs> They yourself. don't want me teaching that be course. <laughs> Without needing the validation of others. Jeff doesn't need anyone <laughs> to pat him on the back and tell him he's doing a good job. You don't need anyone to pat you on the back and tell you you're doing a good job. Neither no, do you. you're doing a good job. Here's the thing, though. You don't need it. None of us need it here, specifically none, none of us three. It is good to hear. Doesn't mean you don't doesn't, want it. Right. And, and you it, don't it, need it. You don't thrive you have, off right. it. You have self-worth in your own existence mm-hmm. versus needing that validation from others. Right. And this is where your friends, and that's one of the things I'm thankful for, are my friends. You two included. That's what I was going to say next. My, fr- my friend circle. My friend circle. Your friends are there to give you that validation without inflating your, well, here, giving you a misguided version of you. This, this is something else that, that. Call you out on your bullshit. Right. Sure. But, th- but this is something else that, that's nice about friends that are like that. They don't mm-hmm. expect anything in return. True friends, no. You know, they don't. They they may look at you and say, "You did a damn good job today." They don't expect you to say back to them, "Well, you did an awesome job today too." Oh, your no. hair looks nice. Yeah. yeah. No, Just they don't expect give, that. Give shit. a compliment without yeah. expecting. My um, my closest friend Sarah, um, when we started becoming friends, we met at a convention as like cosplayers. Sarah, if you're listening, you need to come on the podcast. Modern art episode. Modern art episode. If you get Sarah on here for a modern art episode, you will get four hours of gold. I've heard this. I've heard this four separate times. Mm -hmm. Four separate times. Sarah, if you're listening, we will have you on the podcast. Let me get a laptop first so we don't have to pause every 25 minutes like we're about to. And you can just go nuts. Love to have you on the show. Yep. I need a laptop. Have her on for modern art. From what I understand, and you're going to hurt me for this, but I'm going to say it anyways. We're going to need a booster seat just because. <laughs> so I, will, I will hit him for you. <laughs> I will hit him for you. Sarah is like, oh, I'm not, Sarah I'm not, and I literally call each other like we're each other's wives. I'm not saying that she's not a great person. I'm just saying that because you've said that she is short, that, you know, we need to make sure that she's able to be. Don't don't be making short jokes to people who aren't here to defend themselves. Oh, I know she'll defend herself when she gets here. She'll beat the yeah. crap out of me. Well, then we need to start doing video. <laughs> <laughs> Just so the audience knows you got your just desserts for being a dick. On that note, well, everybody. I'm so sorry, Sarah. 
I I am very very sorry for saying it. No, but we need, <laughs> we need Sarah on for a modern art rant and mm. an anime episode. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll be back after a commercial break. Same. Beyond the fact that no one knows how to create anymore, we only know how to destroy and bastardize. Yes. Well, yeah. you know. Anyway, so we're back. We're back. Um, Jeff just had to rant about Cowboy Bebop. That'll be a talk for another time. Yes. I actually have to watch it so I can partake in it discussion yeah i haven't watched the live action one like i said scott wanted to watch i need to watch the the actual anime first well you 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 started watching it with me yeah and you were like the hell in the middle of (laughs) writing D &D sessions Mm -hmm. you weren't invested with anything so i get it i understand you didn't have time to focus on it which is perfectly fine it's one of those i it's really hard for me to get into new anime. Mm-hmm. My daughter started getting me to watch My Hero Academia, mm. which we've made it like a dozen episodes in. And I like it so far, but I'm already starting to feel the fatigue of this show. It's dragging. Who's your lot. favorite character? That's what she keeps asking me. <laughs> and I don't have an answer yet because this show is taking so long to get <laughs> anywhere. Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball did Dragon the same Ball thing. Z. Did the same Anything thing. with Dragon Ball. Sorry. Except Dragon Ball Z abridged. Dragon Ball Z abridged is perfect. It is. If you want to watch Dragon Ball Z, watch abridged. It's fucking hilarious. Hilarious. Are you wearing protection? I have on my armor. (laughs) I was wearing my armor. Oh my god. The amount of times I quote Dragon Ball Z. Even the kids don't even know it because obviously in a school you can't like curse or say anything profane so my default especially you're listening to these kids kids? i can't say anything profane my go around even when i was in elementary school was oh my gami kai (laughs) (laughs) and you're only gonna know what it is if you watch the abridged series (laughs) and i'd say that and the kids would be like what and i'm just like just oh my gosh but Mm. i say it now and the kids will be like oh and i'll be like yeah huh super kami kami <laughs> Super comic guru. Super comic guru. Yes. <laughs> no. Okay. So, what do you think? Well, oh, I'm thankful for a lot of things. We've touched on most of them: friends, mm-hmm. family. I'm thankful for my girls, yep. all three of them. I love them dearly. My son, I really wish he would stop being a young male and <laughs> grow to become a man, and then we can bond again. Um, him and I have had difficulties because. I know what he's going through and you know, your parents ever give you advice and you're like, shut the fuck up. You have no idea what the hell's going on, mm-hmm. except your parents know exactly what's going on. You're just yep. too mindlessly ignorant to That's listen. Always That's always I know it's, case. it's every child. It's mm-hmm. every child. I get it. But there's, I, there's... I feel that frustration as a parent going, mm-hmm. will you please just stop? Mm-hmm. Try mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. my way yeah. for mm-hmm. a week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, mm-hmm. and then, Tell me I'm wrong, but you won't try it. You're so stuck on you know what's best because you're 20 and you think you're invincible when Mm -hmm. you have nothing figured out and no course or future in life. As much as I applaud you not working for, you know, fuck work, you still need to provide for yourself. You want to start a family with this gutter trash that you're dating. (laughs) Woo! We'll oh, that's, that that's a topic for a whole other day. Anyway. <laughs> wow, don't touch the table, guys. It's going to get burned. <laughs> anyway, he's still living in Grandma's basement because he's unwilling to, unfortunately, succumb to societal norms, which is get a job, 
start contributing, be a useful member of society. That said, I'm thankful for my friends. You guys, this staff here has been amazing and has allowed me to create this podcast that I'm surprised people listen to, but I thank you guys so much. I'm getting to you, promise. Um, I thank for those people that are from the other countries that have listened to us, surprisingly enough. Canada, Canada? Mexico, Puerto Rico, and Germany. Germany. Germany, really? Who thought of Germany? Germany was the first one, and it stayed at like under 1%. And now it's slowly growing. That's so amazing. that person is coming back, or at least telling someone, <laughs> hey, listen to these dumbass Americans. <laughs> yep. Talk about how bad they are. <laughs> and you guys have no idea. What's shocking, though, is episode one has 36 plays currently. Triple what anything else has. And I don't know why. Anti-work was just something I sat down one day and just started bullshitting my way through. <laughs> um, and I want to do another episode on anti-work to see if I can draw them into other episodes. Now that the three of us are here and the Trinity is complete, oh. <laughs> we're, we're doing some Triforce shit if you can't see it. And who's, who's what? Who's are, we what? Doing, are we doing the DC Trinity? Are we doing... No, no. Like, who's what in the Triforce? Oh, God. Um, I'm Purge or Wisdom? I can't be power. If If... A certain Sloth someone and, is and here. <laughs> she would tell us exactly, exactly yes. what parts of the Triforce are. Yes, yes, and she would vehemently describe each of us and why we're that part of the Triforce. Exactly. We we know you this. need to come on the show. We we know exactly Michelle, how this would work. But that that being said, I am sloth and 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 gluttony. I know that's nothing to do with it. Those, I was going <laughs> to say those are deadly sins. <laughs> right. Not I know that has nothing to do with it, but that's what I am. I'm going to Google it. I'm a deadly sin. I'm envy and probably wrath. I don't know. Wrath? I can see you as, well, I can see you have a touch of that. Maybe like, maybe like a drop of wrath. No, I feel like it's, it's envy and also sloth. Because when I'm not here, it's hard to get me to do anything. (laughs) I just have a natural reaction of like, oh, hey, do you want to, like, unless it's like something I'm like planning with friends, Mm -hmm. I have, which is weird because outside of like my like really close friend group, I I always have this like, oh, hey, you want to do this? And I'm like, oh, I could. (laughs) It's, it's, I would like to do that, but not with you. (laughs) I'm just too nice to say it. I would like to do that, but I want to go lay down. I know, I know that I'm sloth because sleepy, sleepy kitty. Because I, <laughs> I warm, I would sleep for a thousand years. I, I nap all the out. time, and 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 I know this for a fact. I nap all the time, but I also eat quite a bit. Well, that has nothing to do with the Triforce. I know the Triforce is power, wisdom, and courage, which I am none of. <laughs> you don't have wisdom. I would think at least at your age you would have some wisdom. It depends on what it is. Wisdom isn't directly like <laughs> one, one thing. Wisdom is a broad so category. So if you would if you would classify Jeff as wisdom, what would you classify yourself as? Well, you don't want to be power. <laughs> I, I never in like my other like like groups though. I never fit that. I just don't because I can tell you right away like between the. the ungodly triad that is my friendship with Sarah and Allie. And by ungodly, I mean the most godly thing ever. <laughs> um, but I mean, I can tell you straight away who's what I'm courage, Allie's wisdom and Sarah is 100% power. Sarah is din incarnate. <laughs> so, so how, how do you feel you are courage? If he is to be wisdom? 
I don't know. I've just always. I'm wise. <laughs> it's the beard. It Is must it? be. <laughs> Did you say wise or wide? <laughs> both. <laughs> it's both. I just have always found in the situations I'm in, I'm usually the person who's the most willing to, like, take trek forward, take the risk. I a lot of things and this is why i'm a gryffindor too i took the meticulous quiz that has all the questions and give you your percentages and this was the one percent that tipped me over to gryffindor <laughs> like only one percent mm-hmm. get on the right level my other my other one well, smoked that quiz well let me tell let me tell you why because the one that it was almost level with was hufflepuff which i 100 would have gone with because one of the traits in hufflepuff that is so coveted is loyalty and that is something i probably hold the most highly in the people but that that's i keep in close Gryffindor to me too. well here's here's, here's, here's loyalty here's, to dumbledore is how he got the sorting hat to get oh God, the sword of gryffindor this is, anyway this is so we're right. gonna move back to the triforce yes triforce to the, the front, so front she, she shape courage and she treks forward. I'm What's the wise that? one telling her to stop doing this shit. So I'm, Don't I'm go saying, forward yet. Think about what you're doing. <laughs> I'm saying you. I've been encouraged in most other situations. Okay. Or in other friend groups, I've been considered like the wisdom section of it. Oh my God. Am I, am I power now? Am I completing my own triforce? You might have. <laughs> have you come full circle? <laughs> I might have. You've completed your hero's journey and now you are complete. Yes. Finally, I, even, I, completed, I don't even want to know I where this leads. Me. My, I <laughs> if I, in this triad, empower, I've completed my Triforce on the anniversary. By the way, if you saw my nerd history board Which I today, have not. on well, I already erased it. Sorry, I did take a picture of it though. Okay, on the anniversary of Ocarina of oh, Time. Oh, I saw that last night. Yep, Ocarina of Time coming to North American systems. Now. Talk about it. Your courage. I'm courageous. I think you would be. You're a Gryffindor, so you gotta have some of it in you. Yeah, yeah I think you. I think you would. Be. I think you're. I think your courage, like she said, I think you take steps that most people probably wouldn't. Hasn't always worked out for me. No, it hasn't. But when has it ever happened to work out for those in Gryffindor? A lot of times, they always seem to be successful. That's because it's a freaking book. They they lose all their points and somehow get them all back magically at the end because Dumbledore has a love boner for yeah yeah well you know that's beside the point <laughs> Dumbledore is straight by the way nothing will ever change my mind <laughs> ever I was about to say how many characters now have something like that about them thanks and, to Rowling and Rowling, oh, Rowling fucked up to me okay I love the Harry Potter book series and this is a short little rant seriously short but she Ten fucked up not putting later. Harry and Hermione together. That that swift jut over to Ron for Hermione doesn't make any sense narratively. No, it don't. We she, need to have we need to have a Harry Potter episode. We can have yeah. a Harry Potter talk because have Scott come on for that one too. Okay. Some tea. <clears throat> some tea. I love your young slang. <laughs> okay, so you were talking about courage. Yeah. Is that my? Is that my? Is that my personal slang? <laughs> you you. I think. No, my I daughter think... says that all the time. She comes over. I got some tea for you. <laughs> I'm like. Oh. <laughs> Did you spill the tea? <laughs> yeah, he's like got like gossip, like talk mm -hmm. shit. Um, I think I do. I think you'd be courage because you do. You do a lot of things that, and you do take those risks that people wouldn't normally take. I like to say that I take those risks with people. 
Part since, of it. Since coming here, I, I have no qualms, no hesitation about walking into a room, cracking a joke, and getting everybody's attention mm -hmm. onto whatever nonsense I have to say. Why you people listen to me, I have no idea. But we're going to leave it at that. It's... We laugh at him. To my face, behind <laughs> my back, at least you're talking no... Yeah. There's no such thing as bad press. No, there isn't. At least they try to claim that. Well, you know, it depends on what it's for, but you it, know, it, it does. It does take a certain <laughs> level of inner gumption to right. throw yourself out there mm -hmm. onto a podcast or social media and try to create a name for yourself. Right? Yep. But that's all short-term stuff. That's mm -hmm. past two or three years. Um, you've known me for six months, yeah, give or take. How is that all there is to me? No, I do think. You think? I mean, because you've been in my home, you've had dinner with my family. You've I think you, I think you, 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 honestly, I think it's because I see that because that's something that you project quite often and quite visibly, and it's right there on the surface. In your face a lot. That's yeah. how I deal with a lot of stuff. Yeah. I also think that you have a very creative mind. You also have a very stubborn streak. Oh, yeah. And that's another reason Gryffindor <laughs> stubborn. Oh, yeah. And it's not that you show that, but you can see it. And and I've seen bits and pieces of it, depending on what's going on and when. Stubborn, and defiant. Uh, name, mm -hmm. name your synonym. I, <laughs> yes, I could probably give you a story about every one of them. <laughs> but I, I also know that you are probably, even the short period of time I've known you, you're probably one of the most caring people I've ever seen. I, I am a hero to a fault. And this it has worked against me a lot. I, I see people in distress. And even if it's just offering a, a friendly ear, mm -hmm. I, I want to help them mm -hmm. in any way I can. Granted, my means are limited, but I can't let people just suffer alone. I know what that's like. I've lived it most of my life. I can't let people do that because as we're going to get to the PSA, mental health is something that I've been surrounded by, negative, positive mental health, surrounded by my entire life. I don't want anyone to ever have to feel that they aren't worth it in any way, shape, or sense or form. That's why you know the bullying thing, when I went into that rant about it, it's to help build confidence. It's not to break people down. I want. I don't want to see people broken down. I want to save you, help you, lift you up, even if it's just for five minutes. That five minutes you're going to remember more than the bully that pushed you down. Mm -hmm. That someone was there to help you when you needed it and didn't ignore you. Like I could walk into a classroom and I see a teacher. She's obviously distressed or he's distressed because I'm not gender specific. And I... Some people would just walk in, do what they're there to do, and leave. Why? What, what's it going to hurt you to open up, to invite them in? Just just if it's, you can share. I'm here. Mm -hmm. We're custodians. We're like bartenders. We're we're here to listen. We don't necessarily. We don't compete. serve drinks, but we we do. I, I have chemicals. <laughs> uh, we, we won't go there yeah, either. No, I, 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 I sweep your floor. <laughs> I, I'll wipe the table. I I'll, I'll, I'll take the trash out too. Hey, I'll take up trash. I'll take up trash, Massa. But just even in that, that that offering, whether they take me up on it or not, it's they know someone mm -hmm. noticed. Mm -hmm. How many people go through life 
Oh, God. Not necessarily in this job, but go through life feeling like they're just not noticed. You can you can walk in any place. Yeah, in any, any building, any social. And you can see, for the most part, especially if, you, if you're in tune to it to an extent, if you have a lot of em- empathy for, for people, you can pick up on it relatively quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been told that I'm very em- empathetic. I know that I am because, and me, me and Will talked about this, I can't sit and watch somebody cry without crying myself. See, my, my sister and I are the same way, like I can't empathic. walk into a room and not notice somebody not having an issue. And it's not that I'm looking for it. I just, it, it's like, it's yeah. right there. But it's how, it's it's like how you drawn to it her. after you see it. Right. Some people, they're expecting that person to come to them. Mm-hmm. Like they think they're open enough that they can get, come share with me. Right. And nothing personal, Jeff, but I think you kind of fall a little bit on that line because you're, you're stoic, you're, you're calm, you're, mm-hmm. you don't, you're not as outward as I am. No, I'm not. And, and I'll walk into a room to crack jokes just to see people smile right. because that might be the only smile they have today. Mm-hmm. See, my, part, of, part of the problem with me is, and, and it's no fault of my own per se, I'm 6'2". I'm a big guy. You're a big fluffy teddy bear. Right, but I but I'm a, I'm a big big person. I got a big beard and if I'm standing in a hallway unless I'm smiling, I don't look friendly. Mm-hmm. I don't. I mean, I'm sorry. Yes, I yes. Just... There there is an intimidation <laughs> factor about so, just your appearance, right. your demeanor, how you carry yourself. And and it's not that I try to be that way. It's just you got to work with what you got. <laughs> right. When you need to be intimidating, you don't have to work very hard <laughs> no, for I it. don't. Someone like, no offense, Elise, but someone like Elise, whose personality does not say intimidating, doesn't say scary, would have to put on a, a front, a persona. I'm not offended. I was literally just about to make that analogy. <laughs> okay. okay. Well, I, I don't want to be offending. Today's not the day for offending people. Today's the day for lifting everybody. So That's okay. I'm only scary when I want to be. See, that's, that's or when I'm hungry. <laughs> yes. Um, we'll go into that in a minute. <laughs> so, I was about to say it was just starting to creep up right about now. <laughs> can't get through one podcast. I was about to say, are we about 4 o'clock? Yeah, about 4 o'clock. About four o'clock. I'm, I'm, my, my fingers are over here. <laughs> I'm surprised you still have them all. I'm surprised Scott's intact. I, I know. <laughs> but I'm assuming he's intact. Hope he's fine. <laughs> probably better than fine after feed her and then she's like purr, purr. I'm not going into that one oh, I'm going to leave that. that one alone I love that no matter what friend group I'm in at any stage of life I'm always compared to a cat that's fine though. I love cats as long as you're a cat person mm-hmm. um, speaking of which season 2 of Tiger King is on I know I, I, I'm, I'm going to binge that don't waste your time no I'm still going to binge it okay <laughs> Of it, I've seen. Don't waste your time. It's not worth it. It's all backstory that should have been in the first season, just spread out. Mm -hmm. But now they're condensing it all into one season. No, okay. I mean, he's barely in it. I never cared about video calls from him in prison. (laughs) I want to hear about him and his crazy life. (laughs) Apparently, he was married for four years and never had sex with the woman he was married to. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh he was a cop and he was strip dancing for the mayor. Yeah. 
that's the shit I want to see. <laughs> that's, that's all wrapped into one episode, and then it goes off. The, the last episode of Lockdown was them. What's going on with the hunt for Don Lewis? Do you watch? Do you watch the pitch meetings? Do you watch pitch meetings on From Screen Rant? Yeah. No. You should watch some, the, some of them. I watch some of them. I'm you not should. Really. You should watch the pitch meeting for Tiger King. It's one of my favorites. Oh, I'll have to. I'll have to. So back to Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. What are the plans? I mean, we're pretty much thankful for everybody that's in our immediate lives. Are we thankful for anything beyond the sphere that we exist in? Um, I, I mean, I am thankful to live in this country what allows me to say what I want, when I want, and how I want. Until, Most of the time. Until the FCC comes and says, you can't say that anymore. Right. Um, um, fuck the FCC. <laughs> I would have to say that I'm... I'm... I don't know. I mean, I'm thankful for a lot of different things. Nothing that I can really specifically nail down other than life itself. Thankful to be alive is something to be thankful for. Yeah. yeah. Waking up each day and, Mm -hmm. you know, it may be slightly worse than the last because Mm -hmm. everything's starting to break down. Entropy is an interesting idea. I am incredibly Uh, thankful that the universe and everything in it was in the position it was when I was brought into the world to put me on this trajectory currently. That's very... Okay, okay, hold on. Trolling, hold on. (laughs) Hold on. (laughs) I I agree, yet yet I disagree with you. Well, here's the thing. If you think about it, like, how, I guess, what am I trying to say here? How everything just kind of factors in to how you are. Like, you don't think about okay. how if I were... Here's... here's. I think I know where you're going with this. Okay. Okay. <laughs> You've seen The Watchmen. Yeah. Okay. When... Wait, that, movie or TV series? Movie. Movie. Okay. Don't, when, we don't talk about the TV series. <laughs> okay. When, so when Manhattan is talking to Silk mm-hmm. and... He figures out and understands that all the things that came together mm-hmm. between the comedian and Silk's mother, the original one, to bring her together is what you're saying. All of that had to happen to bring her into this life. Mm-hmm. So all the stuff that had to happen. Wasn't that the R word? Yeah. I'm but, pretty sure that was the mm-hmm. R word. Right. Rhymes with grape. Right. Without the G. Mm-hmm. But essentially, everything that had that happened in, in life and the universe and everything else that was brought together to bring you here. Mm-hmm. Yes. Nice. Mm. And here's where my agnostic self goes, no. It has nothing to do with, with, with belief in anything. It's just... Mm. Well, the universe I've, is the I've universe. Been, it works to, in however it's going to work. I used to think, like as a like as a kid when I was in middle school, like if I were born, like maybe even just a couple minutes later than I was, like what difference would that make in where I am right now? It might be subtle, but it would still be different. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind I mean of butterfly for, effect. I mean, for crying out loud, my parents initially wanted to have me closer to my sister than I am, but if I were, I wouldn't be me. It's not just it would be a different version of me. It literally would not be me. And that's just weird to think about. It'd be you, but not the you that you know. Yeah. Or the you that you are. Yes. Which is entirely based off of choices. Mm-hmm. You can say universal alignment or whatever. September 3rd, 1985 wasn't a spectacular day for anything. 
except that it was the day that I was born. You want to talk about ego? There's some fucking ego for it. Now. <laughs> but I think about choices because I agree with you, yet I disagree. I agree with the whole universal thing. Um, Will has an ego, and he's very proud of it. I am. It's taking me three decades to develop the person I am. Hey, it's the choices that I made. I think of the big choices in life. Straight out of high school, I was going to go into the Marine Corps. Had I gone through with that decision, mm -hmm. I wouldn't be here. No, probably not. And everything that's happened since that choice, because that's the choice I pinpoint, is the big one. I don't want to know what's going on. <laughs> um, I wouldn't have met my wife. I wouldn't have started my family. She's coming for you. I know she is. I wouldn't have made it to this point without that singular choice. I have to be thankful for that because knowing the personality I have, knowing what lies underneath the surface that most people don't get to see, I don't want to meet that person. Well, this is why I don't drink. This is why I've never done anything recreational other than marijuana. I don't want to meet that person. You talk about, about drinking and, and drugs and that. Um, Are we going to PSA right now? Because we're going to come back yep. to that. Okay, we need to come yep. back to that. We'll be right back. We'll be back. She's going to kill me. <laughs> so you guys missed it, but um, there has been some threats made against Jeff. Well, not, not threat threats. She's coming for you. In a vague way right now. She doesn't know exactly why. <laughs> yeah. Those are threats. They're, they haven't been written out yet. You're fucked. Anyway, okay. anyway, we, we're apparently we're lining up more guests for the show. So yeah. yay, more guests! Welcome. Yes, <laughs> I, I need people to share to make this to make this bigger. You want opinions? Sarah's got some opinions. I love opinions. I, I will debate with anyone over anything. I don't even care if I'm right or wrong. I just had a debate with Megan yesterday about the vaccine. Got to get. Uh, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. <laughs> Continue about the vaccine. No, I cut people off all the time. Okay. No, I was about to say. I don't, I don't want to get into that because they're a whole yeah. spiel for no Got to get Allie in here on a debate so she can do her famous uh, hand table slam. <laughs> without breaking my equipment. She can do it without breaking your equipment. She will, though. Okay. You know, you know how so I have what, a tendency to do this a lot? What we'll Allie do, does this. What we'll do is we'll put the girls over there on another table. We'll put it up to this one. Kind of center the mic a little bit, and she can... Beat on that table all she wants, <laughs> and my equipment stays intact. That said, we are going to move on to the PSA yes. portion of because Elise is hungry. <laughs> and, and we don't want to die. So what, what I'm thinking, if if we're going to continue doing this mm -hmm. at this time of day, we need to bring snacks. We need <laughs> yes. to appease the beast, mm -hmm. and then we sit her down yeah. and record. Okay. You're in charge of snacks because... Oh, God, no. They won't get here. <laughs> do I have to do everything? Essentially. Okay. <laughs> All right, so... If I will do my best to bring the snacks. If, if doesn't mean that I can it. because by the time they get here, she might only have one piece of donut versus a whole donut. Get me Don't. a singular donut and I'll be happy. I'll be fine. <laughs> Give her a box of Timbits. Timbits! <laughs> See? Box and they're quiet. Those yes. are quiet yeah. snacks. Yeah. You don't want me here with like chips going like <laughs> right over Jeff's talking point <laughs> or Will's talking point. 
just crunching over all the opinions. Crunching. This is why like chips are a crunching. bad idea. Yeah, exactly. A bad, bad idea. All right. Well, anyways, um, <clears throat> you want to plug something, Jeff? Because you, you, you have. I've been looking at your phone off and on. Um, you have something <laughs> well, brought up. It's mostly mainly because we. Okay. We first off, let's things. let's let's go over what what this PSA is about. I did make a quick Instagram video on it, but this PSA is about mm-hmm. the holidays mm-hmm. and mental health. As some of you may know, some of you may not. The holidays is sometimes a very dark time for people that don't have others to lean on, mm-hmm. don't have that support. And I want to make a special shout out to those people to let you know, if you are listening to this, you are not alone. We are always here, whether it's conversation or otherwise, you are not alone. Somebody, somebody's there somewhere. It's, it's a matter of letting yourself know and, and finding that person, reaching out for that person, Sometimes it's not even a person. Sometimes or, it's yeah, something. Something. Getting out of the house. We have hours and hours of content. Yeah. I mean, listen, to, listen to us bullshit for, for hours on end for, for no apparent reason. It might help you out. Might make you laugh. At least make you laugh. I know it'll make you laugh. It maybe, makes me maybe laugh. Maybe in like that nervous laugh way, but it, it's still <laughs> yeah. a laugh, right? Speaking of which, Chicky Boone <clears throat> loves fake laughs. Oh, okay. It makes her, she, we were at the baptism mm-hmm. Sunday. I got my daughter baptized, by the way. Right. Great story. Anyway. <laughs> he, her, he actually survived. I did. I did. Um, her grandmother. Was a little Remind me at the end of this. I got a the, fun the, baptism story. This is story. why he has his haircut, because he was starting to smoke up there. <laughs> <laughs> I need an adult. <laughs> Jeff attempted to touch me. I didn't, I didn't touch you at bad all. Bad touch. Bad touch. <laughs> anyway, um, Melissa's mother, Mitzi, was holding <clears throat> her. And Mitzi has this fake laugh where she doesn't take a hold. And Rosalie looked at her and just fake laughed right in her face. <laughs> and we almost have it on camera. It was hilarious. So fake laughing, it helps. Yeah. Just let, let, let the emotions out. Don't drown in it. It's not worth it. Anyway, Jeff, you were talking? I don't know. Um, this, this know. whatever oh, this yeah, is. Yeah. Talk about this. Okay. Um, those of you that, that are around holidays especially the holidays but any other time in in your life when you don't feel like yourself you feel a lot of sorts you feel alone however however it is you don't you just don't feel right um you can always talk to somebody and and whether it's whether it, you're a just a person or a veteran or, or especially veterans there's been a lot of issues with veterans that and there's, they've been in the news quite a bit more often this this is a hard time for, yeah. for veterans. um the the suicide hotline which is uh 1-800-273-8255 for michigan for michigan um you can always call that and whether whether you you might be considering it or not considering, you just want somebody to talk to, they'll listen. Mm-hmm. They will always listen. They, And you can ramble on as long as you want to. Um, I know a friend of ours in the family called this number three years ago, and I'm glad they did because they're still here. They were considering it and whatever reason, I don't know if they saw it somewhere or they had talked to somebody previously just beforehand 
something got through to them and they called that number and they're still here. Um, I don't know how to, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm thankful. To, I'm very th thankful for that. Um, I'm thankful for the people who do this yep, to, to help the people. these people through this hard time. Um, the veterans, like I said, it's another one that's very hard for and me being a veteran. It's it hit it, it hits it hits home. Um, I'm glad I have the life that I have. I'm I'm very thankful for what I have. But there's a lot of brothers and sisters that are out there that don't have this. They need a place to go. They need a place to call. They need something. And and the the number I have, I'm not sure if this is a Michigan number or if it's it's for another one, but um, it's uh, one eight five 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 two one one three one seven. It's a veterans help hotline. It's a free call, um, free consultation. Um, call there. There's no shame. In There's it. no shame no, in any of it. Needing you somebody serve? to talk to is not. No. You should never feel bad for that. <laughs> never. never. Um, you can, every, you can reach out to me it. on Facebook. I will talk to anyone. If it's just the shoulder you need, I am there. Like I said, it's hard for me watching anybody suffer. And it always has been. It's, I've grown up this way. It's. I, I like I said earlier, I'm a I'm an empathetic person. I've always been an empathetic person. I can't sit there and watch somebody suffer. I, even if it's just come come up, even if I go to you, if I'll just like well, I'll listen. I'll just sit and listen. I don't even have to say anything. I'll just sit and you can cry on my shoulder. You can yell at me. You can kick, holler, scream, whatever else you want to do. Just get it out. So you're not holding anything in. Mm -hmm. It's the hardest thing to do is getting getting something out of you. Because when you feel alone and you feel scared and you feel like you're not worth anything, it, it's very hard to change those thoughts, especially if you've been having them for a long time. And if no one's reaching out, you're, you're surrounded, you're swamped by them, you're drowning in those thoughts. Um, mental health is something that we all have to take seriously, whether it's veterans or it's children or it's adults. Everybody needs someone. We are not meant to be isolated, no. singular creatures. We We're are. not meant to be a, a bottled up either. We're not mm. meant to be emotionless. There's, there's no shame in knowing you need help. There's no shame in wanting to get help. There's no shame in reaching out to get help. Uh, I know a lot of people, I wish that they would have mm -hmm. reached out sooner or reached out to me, even if it's just, just lay your problems on and, another and person. This, this is, this also covers not just, you know, people, it's, it's a race thing also, because there are a lot of, of different nationalities that are out there that don't, consider mental health an issue. They don't go to take care of something because their nationality views it as a disgrace or a, a weakness. weakness or something along that line. A defect. defect. And that's not right. No. 
you're you're not weak. You're not a disgrace. You're not anything like that. You're a person, and as a person, you belong with other people. You belong with your family. You you belong in the human race. And that's that's where I was going to go with that. Mm-hmm. And we are all human. Yes. But how you were raised is indifferent to the fact that we are all human. No one can take that away from you. No one can make you feel less than human because that is your existence. Mm-hmm. No one can say, don't talk about that. It, it makes you a pussy or don't be a baby about it. That fuck them. They want to keep you down. No one should be keeping you down. Mm-hmm. Another thing with, with mental illness, there's also the, the alcoholics and the drug addicts substance abuse. and substance, yep. abuse. substance abuse. Um, that's also something else that's very hard to kick for anybody that's involved in it. I, and it's not necessarily just the person that, that's, deal, that's doing it. It's also the family and, and the people around that have a tendency to contribute to it unknowingly. Not necessarily contribute, but they don't know how, how, to, to, how to deal, deal with, with it, it or even that it's happening in some and cases. It's something that my family has been dealing with a lot, and especially right now when my father and I are estranged because I am tired of letting it go and ignoring the problem. It's not just the substance abuse that needs to be treated, but it's how people, other people in the family treat the person Mm -hmm. with the addiction problem. They have a problem. You going off to get, start a a self-help group for people related to people with a problem is not a solution. Mm -hmm. You need to help the problem. Right. And I know why it's happening and I can't help him deal with it until he's ready to deal with it so if you're ever listening dad when you're ready call me i see this is where i'm getting emotional <laughs> oh no no Dude, I'm, uh, hold, well, I i'm holding i'm not i don't cry in front of girls <laughs> i do i i don't care <laughs> um still <laughs> yes i am um with all that said Please, please get help in one way, shape, or form. Talk to somebody. Go out. Take a walk somewhere. Get out of the house. Get out of whatever you're doing. If you don't want to talk to somebody, just go do something else than what you're doing now. Find find something that you enjoy. Invest yourself in it. If it's talking to people, if it's helping in your community, if it's flying a kite, if it's anything. Yeah, maybe it's some sort of craft to, or to hobby. Find, to find that happiness because everyone deserves to be happy. We are not here for the short amount of time to be miserable. No one wants that. No one deserves that. No one needs that. Yeah. Reach out. There is no shame. There is no judgment. Reach out. Because you may be the person that someone else reaches out to. And and you'd be surprised if you reach out to somebody and talk with them that they may have gone through the same thing you are. You know, a lot of people have the same types of issues, different ways, you know, different different experiences. experiences they they may that. have something, a way to cope that, that 
you hadn't thought of or you thought you couldn't do. There, someone, there's always someone out there who's willing and eager to help. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. I with that sentiment. There's always something. There's always something you can do. So, again, the National Suicide Prevention uh, Lifeline is uh, 1-800-273-8255. Uh, the Veterans Help Hotline is 1-855-521-1317. Uh, please give them a call. If not, leave, leave even if, if you want to after you've listened to this podcast, leave a comment. We'll get back to you. One of us will. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You know? I check my phone religiously. So, I, I will contact anyone. You, you want to reach out, you want to have a conversation, you just want someone to listen, I am here. I mean, even calling these numbers just to to vent something for mm-hmm. five minutes, yep. you'd be amazed the wonders that can do for somebody. So hopefully this, this helps somebody out there. And and I, I truly hope it does because there are a lot of people out, out there in this world that need it. And... Um, I'm, I'm glad that those those lines and the people that are that are willing to help and, and those that are here, both Alyssa and, and Will. Just you know. call me Alyssa. Yeah, he does that a lot. I do that a lot. That's okay. If I had a, if I had a dime for every time I called Alyssa, in my life. <laughs> if I had a dime for every time somebody fucked up my last name. <laughs> do I even know your last name? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I have a tendency to to. to add syllables to people's names for some stupid reason. I don't know why, but I do. Repeated brain injury. You want to yeah. know, you want to know a juggernaut for our teachers when I was a, um, an elementary schooler. So my name is Elise, mm-hmm. my three closest friends. So in a group of four, always you had Elise, Alicia, Alexis, Alex. <laughs> Fucking that. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, that. Your, your teachers were not fun. They, they did not do well today. Yeah, but nothing's worse than being in a family of more than one or two siblings and being called every other sibling by your name. <laughs> my, my dad. I didn't, I've never son. had that issue because I am an only child, which is yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but when you get called the dog, there's an issue. See, Scott has a story like that where his mm. mom accidentally called him the name of the cat. <laughs> and he's like, okay, Kevin, I understand. But Winston, really? <laughs> Well, when when your dog's name is is Candy, I mean that could get really weird. Wow! Yeah, <laughs> never yeah, name never name good. your animals after a stripper. <laughs> <laughs> well, the the dog's original name was Sandy. My mom's name is Sandy. Okay. So they came up with the idea to find to something that was simpler, you know, than calling her Sandy because then dad be saying Sandy and both would turn and look, <laughs> you know? So they're like, well, that, I think that's beneficial. Yeah, that's that's a win-win for the dad. Well, yeah, yeah. but you know, it's the wife's attention gets the dog's attention, Yeah, but it puts him in a sticky situation where if he wanted to give attention to the dog, mm-hmm. the wife's going to be like, what the fuck? Right. Yeah. <laughs> that bitch needs to go. Exactly. <laughs> so they went with candy. Hmm. I wonder how many times he messed that up. Oh, quite a bit. (laughs) Old habits are hard to break. Yes, they are. (laughs) Um, Anyway, 
thank you guys for being on my my Thanksgiving episode. Yes. Um, I know it's time. We just recorded Friday. Yeah. Um, four days. I kind of keep three to four days in between recordings. So probably by Saturday I'll be doing. Um, I think shitty movie sequels, not shitty movie sequels, <clears throat> original versus remake two, <gasps> Clash of the Titans. Oh. The script has been done for over a week now, and I need yeah, to get that one. Script out. season. Oh wow. Well, when I'm doing it by myself, I don't have someone to feed off of and go back and forth. No, but that's true. I, I want to get to that point. You want to but... just have like a baseline. Yeah. Right. You have to be more available. Oh, I, I am ever, actually now more you available. Ever, you ever want to talk about movies? You can just go on. Just well, here, here's, here's, yeah, that here's requires a... scheduling. And we're not there yet. Here, here's, here's the I thing, though. Schedule weeks in advance. Hey, there, there, was, there, was, there was a, a, a previous engagement that I that I would have periodically, and you know this, that would happen like once a month that I, you know, dealt with some other people. Um, you could just say you were playing D&D. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're about to on Sunday. Yeah. But Saturday, I'm probably going to record an episode. Anyways. My wife has to work. I won't sit down. So that group is no longer there. Completely? Completely. You, Done. You gave them the De facto. Over. Okay. The head is off the snake because... Well, that puts the pressure on me to <laughs> give you a campaign that you're excited to play. I'm excited to play anyways. I know, but not that you're going to sit there and bust And this is the one I'm jumping in on, right? Yes. Ooh. We didn't schedule that, but... <laughs> well, we're coming we, here, Well, right? not, not for... I, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to have Chicky Boom. If okay. I'm going to have Chicky Boom, I have to do it at my house. Yeah. And... Someone else wants to play. I told you about that yesterday. Mm -hmm. My mom's going to play. Really? Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So it's getting all of that figured out around my nine-month-old. Well. I had to do the math. She's nine months. Nine months. <laughs> my, my wife likes to round up for some reason. Like, it'll be 11.07. She's like, it's 11.30. I'm like, no. <laughs> Quarter after, I can agree with. 11.30, no. no. Why are you trying to speed yourself into the grave? I'm already she does, there. She does okay? that with her age, too. She's like, oh, ever since she turned like 32, I'm 40. I'm going to be 40. Gonna be, no. No. Focus on the now and not yeah. the You're 38. Okay. Do the math. The only thing I'm looking 39? forward to. No, I'm 40. I'm the, only, the only thing I'm 40. looking forward to is an older age. Is being able to sit on my porch with a paintball gun in my rocker, telling "Get off my lawn! Get off! Get off!" <laughs> Jeff, Jeff sounds like he really wants to assault children. Um, that's not the case. No, he just wants to tag them so the police can find them later. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's all it is. Quit messing with that shit. <laughs> Are you kidding? I will join you on your porch with just like a snack and watch you snipe these people with paintballs. Uh, Elise, Elise is just here for the entertainment value. <laughs> Holy shit, little Kevin took one of the cakes. Kevin's down. Kevin's down. Someone call his mom. It'll be a game to the kids. Let's say, all right, who can run across four minutes longer? Yep. Double points. You get them with a white shirt with paintball. <laughs> And she knew, and, and it gets even better. See, when the parents when the, when the when the parents show up, you hit them too. <laughs> Get off my lawn! <laughs> yeah. yep. There we go. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> and then the police come to take. And you hit them too. 
If you're gonna go to jail, you might as well go all the way. In that yeah, case, but, I will yo, retreat the into your house and that's, watch from behind the window. That's, that's, the best retirement plan is get retired and then do something to go to prison. So you get three hots and a cot. Yeah. You're too old to be fucked with. Yep. We're not gonna get anything out of him. Nope. He's not worth raping. Nope. So you just live out your senior years watching, you know, Geraldo or or, or you 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 go up to three west. You get the same treatment and you get drugs. If you do a white collar crime? No, no, no. You just act crazy enough and they'll send you there. <laughs> what do you, I think they're <laughs> onto that, though. Like, you can't be in the No, no trust me. You can you know, do it. Take a dump in your hand and start smearing it all over the table. They're still going to sign you to prison. You're not crazy. No, I, oh, trust me. You You're only crazy if you eat it. No, no. There's, there's on that note, ways. ladies and gentlemen, and thank you <laughs> yes. for thank you to for our everything. Episode of Talk is Cheap, and remember, you matter. Everybody matters. You matter. You're made of matter. Yes, you are. We are, aren't we? Yeah. yeah. And this one needs matter before. And it's you're, only, you're only worth how much? With you? No, I'm not going there. <laughs> you can't assign a dollar value to a human life. Jeff Bezos has tried. Yes, no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about after you're gone. Mm, but 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 here's the thing. Bring some, here's, don't be bringing Einstein. No no no. Here's this. here's the thing. After you've gone, after you've lived a full life, not beforehand. You only go when you have lived your full life. Don't you know? You don't do anything premature or anything like that. You live your full life, and then you can go. Okay. Elise, anything you want to add? Not really. Okay. But just did, did, we, did we cover it all? Yeah, I'd say so. Just take care of yourselves. Enjoy the holidays as they come forward. And if the holidays are a not so great time for you, reach out. Use one of the hotlines. Just do something. You can always do something. Take care of yourself. Take care of others. You may be that that open shoulder, that listening ear that someone desperately needs. Don't be afraid to reach out to others just to see if they're okay. And they will do the same to you. Leave a message. Leave, leave, you know, put a message on our on our podcast in the comments. We need help. Yeah, someone will get it. Yep. Social we'll media. Get it. Social media links will be in the outro. Yep. Outro. You still so. have to record an intro. But that's the time for another. Thank you all. Thank you for Thank listening. You. Bless you. And Bless you. Happy Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Turkey Day. Eat turkey. Yeah. Gobble, 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 gobble. Okay. Bye. That's our show, ladies and gentlemen. On behalf of Elise, Jeff, and myself, we thank you for your love and continued support. If you want to support us further or chime in on the discussion, you can find us at Facebook at Talk is Cheap. That's why we have a podcast. Or on Instagram at Talking underscore Cheap. Be sure to tell your friends like our content, and share it. The best way we know how to do our job is for you guys to tell us what works and what doesn't. Anyways, love you all, appreciate all your support, and we will talk to you again soon.